Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. Passenger, Michael Biscardi, Matthew Clark. It is the Podcastle. How y'all doing tonight? Y'all been doing a little bit of drinking? Sure. Well, and I have smoking. Affirmative. Tapping. It's Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Yeah. What is that? Is that a government holiday or? I don't know. No, I didn't have off. No, yeah, I don't think it's a government. Holiday. Yeah, where's my tail? Yeah, what the hell? I mean. The, the Earth in, Earth Day includes everyone. Like, you know, right. there's no religion. There's there's nothing. This is for everyone. Yeah. We can all take the day off. You're just supposed to observe the Earth, and you're. It would really be a travesty Planet to work Earth. on Earth Day because they want people to go out and work and live their normal lives while observing Planet Earth and respecting it. Because if everybody was at home. It would be like the government telling them to stay home, but they wouldn't observe Earth Day. Right. They would do it because they had to do it. They stayed at home and didn't go out. They didn't have an opportunity to go litter. I didn't see the Earth today. I saw it from a window for like two minutes. They got to, uh, yeah, they couldn't go pollute. We shouldn't have been polluting all day. Mm. That's what we were doing. Yeah. They want to remind people that it's Earth Day when they go out and do their normal routine. <laughs> Oh, I'm on a planet. I picked up a pizza that is less than a block away, and I still drove there. I'm so the laziest <laughs> fuck in the world. I was like, I let the car fuck. idle. I, yeah. I put money in a meter, actually. Like, I lost money to pick this up. It was uh, so bad. I took out an entire ice cap in the North Pole. I did. Just to get a pepperoni pie. Right hey, what's the, the price show. of pies by you guys? Average pie. If you go get a large pepperoni, what do you pay? That's $17, $18. Mm, like, yeah, like right around there, 15 yeah. I paid $19. I thought that was astronomical. Should it be 12 well, Is that what the price is now? Should I've it? had pizza in L.A. with you. Right. And uh, the New York-style pizza in L.A. is actual New York dough that gets exported from here to you. Yeah, Mulberry so Street. You pay the tariffs. Yes. Mm. If you want to get a good pie, you're going to pay the piper out here. What is Below. it about the water? Nobody really knows. Know. Uh, it's reservoir water. It's not well, but um, that's a secret. Nobody can really Ew. explain it to me greater detail than that. Hmm. I can explain the water situation out here. There isn't any, so we need to ship it in. There's not shit to me. We can't even water the plants, let alone make a pizza. Yeah, what if all of a sudden Flint, Michigan, makes the best pizza? (laughs) I have a third eye. What if they discover that? (laughs) Zombies. I mentioned the job before the show. This is going to come of a shocker, but I've never seen the original Batman. Unbelievable. Mm. Unbelievable. The Joker? I've seen clips of it. a load of me. Never watched it. I'm just stunned because it was so big and it's still like, you know, it holds up. It's well regarded. You know, like the new one with yeah. Chris Bale and, and Heath Ledger, everybody was comparing it to, to Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. And they were so different. I could never imagine Michael Keaton being a typecast for any kind of superhero, even if you set the clock back 25 years. Yeah, I could right. never picture a guy like him playing the superhero. He was no. Beetlejuice. Yeah, he was Mr. Goofy. Mom. Right. Yeah. 
He was like a, a funny guy. He was but yeah. juice. And he was a classy Batman, too. Yeah. He was good. Good Bruce Wayne. But that uh, was a big hit back in uh, 89? Yeah. 89, yeah. And it, it was when Batman went from, like, the gray and blue yeah. to all black. And right. I remember that was, like, a big yeah. deal. That's right. Tim Burton. Right, and Tim Burton did it. And then, then what about the next one, Batman Returns, with the Penguin and Catwoman? So dark. That's you, you Abandoned that Zoo. One. Oh, I've, I saw that one like three times in the theater. Wow. Yeah, Loved it. Walken, what are you doing dressed yeah. up like Batman? Max Shrek. Selena, did you bump your head? Max Shrek. Again. Did you... Okay, so what is stopping you from watching? I mean, it's Nicholson. You know, like Heath Ledger was so intimidated by, by having to fill... Nicholson's shoes. And, and I heard that Nicholson tipped yeah. him off to say, look, this could possibly be careful. the most emotionally draining role that you'll ever take on. Really? Yes, yes. Because I heard Nicholson wanted to have the, like, reprise the role. He did. He said, Is that true? I, I, would, I would reprise it, yeah. And then he, he tipped had, him off and said, hey, this is going to fuck you up a little bit. But he's got lungs made of charcoal. I mean, if <laughs> imagine that. I mean, the man is not in good shape. He's old. He's been smoking for half a century. He's fat. He's fat, yeah. I mean, he doesn't act anymore. Still he's pretty much semi-retired. Yeah, and he still goes to Laker games. Just amazing. He I has so much money, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he yeah. made $60 million off of his role as the Joker alone. And that he, was back in the 80s. I mean... He, he owns that chair at the at the Staples. Like, he literally owns it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Clark, uh, you gotta watch it. It's it's unreal. Well, yeah. I've never seen a Bond movie. It's true. And people say a lot of people in the theater used to say that I fit the image of the next James Bond. I don't mean to tout my horn here, but uh, yeah, you know. But I've never seen one. And uh, being a movie buff, people find that very hard to believe. But the reason I won't watch yeah. one now. Is because so much time has passed. I don't want to destroy that record. The bubble that, that I've built up for so many years. I'll tell you what. If you ever decide ever to watch a Bond, yeah, it's great. Hold movie. out. Every Bond movie is non-continual. They're all great Gosh. for ADD. You can just jump into anyone, and it's you right. get it. Yeah, but I just can't. Quick fling. There's a lot. I, I haven't seen the last Daniel. Bond. Wham, the last. Wham. Thank you, Manny Penny. The last. Oh, speaking of Bond. Losers. What were you going to say? Speaking of Bond, Shark once took me to a place some years ago where um, it was the inspiration, I guess. Wherever we were, it was the inspiration for the character James Bond, as it was a fictional character. Um, Somewhere in the fancy, snooty... Part of um, Gwyneth Mercy College. Gwyneth Mercy College, it was. And I yes. never understood this, but this is a college. Well, I couldn't believe it either. It was a secret agent. There was actually a real agent named James Bond who wasn't as colorful as the movies would portray, but he had a home on the property of Gwyneth Mercy College. And there's a little sign there and everything a cottage. Uh, Pitt Karen owned and all that stuff. And uh, it was the real life James Bond, and that's his home there. Oh, you can visit it. He's a ornithologist. And speaking of the pit parents, <laughs> he's an ornithologist. Actually, last weekend, I met up with a friend of mine. I see him a couple times a year. He and his Studies wife. And uh, they live in Baltimore. And they wanted to, they wanted to see me, but they didn't want to come to New York. So they say, you know, let's go somewhere halfway. And so we, we settled in Philadelphia. And we end up in this place, the Pitcairn Museum. Oh, yeah, Pitcairn. Which was in uh, Bryn Athen, Sick fucks. And it sounded really fancy, and it was. So that we went to this Pitcairn. I thought it was Glen Cairn, but Pitcairn Museum. Rich. And it was really gothic. Yeah, it was rich, and it had a, this high tower, which... Like the master bedroom was in Wayne Manor, and supposedly this was. Gotham. I think somebody yeah. told me it, it was 
the inspiration for Mutiny on the Bounty because Pitcairn Island, these are the same people. Yeah. Somehow, but I can't confirm that kind of history. So anyway. I'll, I'll tell you what, not to alienate those people, that's a fascinating part of American history. Those people are weird. They're very weird. I knew a guy and his homosexual lover. They were great people. They were great. Loved him, Anderson. Love him. But my dad's ex-fiance's uh-huh. cousin and his husband, whatever, they weren't married at the time, lived in one of these Pitcairn cottages. So I used to go there for like Thanksgivings and stuff like that. It was a beautiful cottage where the uh, servants – it was a servant home of the Pitcairn mm. family. They were great. Nothing wrong there. But the Pitcairn family was one of the richest families in America. They owned like Air Force bases and uh, yeah. airfields and whatever. What? But they kept the money in the family by like wow. marrying cousins and there was a lot of like mental oh, retardation. Oh my god. Like it the was Targaryens. Weird. Keep the bloodlines pure. <laughs> and I like 2002 era I was in the band with my friend Liam and he was friends with people we knew people that lived in that area, Bryn Athen. And there was just always a weird vibe. I've been there a few times, and it was just a weird – the old houses, and there was something very creepy about it. They just looked – But a, a, a beautiful area. It was a area. little creepy looking. In fact, there was a wedding and a funeral going on at the same time. And this was <laughs> They're a both Sunday. as depressing. Yeah, it was a Sunday. I, was, I think it was a Greek family having a wedding. I said, well, they're having a wedding on a Sunday. They were probably and then, fat. And then the big – Gothic and cathedral Nick. was closed to, uh, I guess, the funeral. Oh. So anyway, we go and we check the place out. It was a, it was a nice tour. I, I didn't actually take the tour. My buddy, he, he and his wife took the tour. He's an art history major, so he's into all that stuff. Okay. Um, Artsy I just sort of, yeah, I, I met them there that afternoon. And um, it, it, was, it was an impressive pile of bricks. It's a nice place to take right. them, though. I mean, you're not taking them. Here's a cheesesteak from Gino's. By the way, <laughs> that crackhead's going to spit at you. Like, you well, took the them to a nice before, area. They were at this place that they didn't get a really warm and fuzzy feeling about. But it was called the Ebenezer Maxwell. Ebenezer. Ebenezer. And that was in Germantown, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ugh. Not a lot of Germans there. I, I, no. When I went and drove through it, I, I didn't see a lot of German people. No, Hans I and Friedrich see... are not selling you pretzels on the right. corner. I, I did see another group, another demographic, which might have been as equally uh, anti-Semitic, we'll just say, um, ah, dominating. Russians. No, no. <laughs> um, it, it, it was mostly Middle East. Tunisians. Uh, whatever. But anyway. <laughs> Who were the people that from Baltimore, just friends? Friends? Uh-oh. Mike? Scar- Ground looks like... control to Major John. Can you hear me? Mike? I can hear you. Okay. Good. Last I like that hat, six, six Pitcairn leaders were convicted, convicted of sexual abuse against girls as young as five. Yep. Ian, Ian Ball, who spent a month on the island with his family, recalls dawning that all was not as it seemed in the South Sea's paradise. Who are these people? Weird. Pitcairn Island holiday at Earth's Edge. They have like their own island. Yeah, they have. They were at one point. They were one of the richest families. They were like the the United States. They were like like the Rockefellers or the Carnegies or the Hassingers. No, the Thompsons of Thompson Toyota. Phillies up four to one. Bottom five. Uh, Bottom five. Nola pitching again, one run through five. That kid is good. He's on fire. He's so good, man. Drank beer with him once. Shop. No. Ah. Mike, are you back? Mm-hmm. Erectile. So we're talking about the pit carrots a little bit. Please yeah. tweet us your uh, pit uh, carrot stories. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter Hil- Hillary was nine when Steve Christian – offered to give her a ride on his motorbike to the one-room Pitcairn school she was attending during our family's four-week stay on the island. God, it's like creepy. the island. Really their hands in it. Lost. Hey, you know what's creepy? Dharma initiative. Speaking of rich families. I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, no. Clark Copper 
the heiress of that. She just died in the past few years. She was 90-some years old. I'm going to get her name. A copper heiress? Yes, but Damn. she had three mansions that were worth millions, oh. tens and tens of millions that she never even lived in. And copper is worth there was so one in money. California, one in New York, and one somewhere else, maybe Virginia. Never stepped foot in them, but had to maintain her whole life because she was <laughs> such a recluse. And oh. they just released photos of one of the news things out here. They were they were like a ninety million dollar man- mansion estate, untouched by time in like fifty years, but pristine because he had like servants oh there, but never God. stepped foot in them. Yeah, clean it every day. No one lives Graceland. Dust. What right. a waste Graceland. Of- hey, I was thinking of Graceland yesterday. <laughs> Los Olivos in Santa Barbara County, the home of uh, the Neverland Ranch. I want that to be like the next Graceland. Do you guys agree that? Michael Jackson's ranch should be like a Graceland. You should be able to visit it and all that. Or is it still like kind of creepy? I think you could. Like Graceland, uh, there's no tourists allowed uh, in Elvis's bedroom. For all intents and purposes, uh, there really shouldn't be any tourists allowed in MJ's sure. bedroom no. either. Ugh. There's pictures online, though. They were just released. Some kids snuck in there and took photos. It's creepy as hell, man. He had like secret rooms. Who, Michael Jackson? Yeah. Whoa. Who owns the estate now? Because There's as I this. understand it, weren't they trying to auction it off and, and you know, split the land up or, or whatever? Yeah, the idiot brothers and sisters of his are probably all battling over it. A company owns it. A holding company yeah, he, bought yeah, it out. Family and don't own. They're, they're oh, just trying to – it's just sitting right now, but it's maintained every day. There's somebody cleaning it. It's kept up the he let it, like, run to shit. No, he he left it. He abandoned it. But his the company, the company took it. Oh, and, well, yeah, yeah. It's, no, uh, he didn't die there, right? No, he didn't live yeah. there since like two thousand four. Yeah, because after that molest molestation trial number two, the Medusa, he moved to the Holby Hills in L.A. and just me said fuck it. Fool me. I don't remember that trial. Shame on me. <laughs> I remember <laughs> twice. When <laughs> time it was like two thousand five. <laughs> Yeah, and he was doing his interview. You don't know how this, how embarrassing, how humiliating this makes me feel. Tell Do you me know what it's him. like having people inspect my buttocks, your body, yeah, <laughs> and my buttocks, <laughs> my melatonin. <laughs> the greatest chapter of both Howard Stern uh, books is the chapter in the second book, Miss America, where he, like sets up and fails to have like a full interview. It only lasts about five minutes with Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson only says like two or three words, but the description Stern gives of how strange he was in real life is just amazing. I want to hear it. What, you gotta, what did he say? Find it. You got to read it. You have so to. So he like, tried to do an interview like, with Wacko it, and it, it didn't work? It, it just, yeah, because Stern wanted to, you know, really. Yeah, be Stern. And, Make it right. interesting. And you know Michael Jackson. And he's like, like a snippet. He's like, he comes out like Michael Jackson on stage with the gold shin guards. And it's just me with like a tape recorder. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like, this guy gets all dressed up on like a day off. It's like, it's unreal. It's you know, and that's really interesting so because weird. today during um, a morning show here in New York, there was a, I don't even remember the station, but I'm listening to it. And they're talking about their encounter with Prince when they went to meet him in his home in Minnesota. And uh, they're expecting the guy to come out in this flashy purple uniform, like as if he was coming out on stage, even though he was just coming out into his living room and they were all going to enjoy coffee together. That's weird. He comes out in a bathrobe. Yes. And slippers. (laughs) And and they're all weird. He's so normal looking. He's just a regular schmo. And then they go play basketball, and he's in the robe and slippers, and he yeah. domi- dominates like usual. And, and then he takes off his mask, <laughs> and it's Michael Jordan. He beat him 92-8-2. <laughs> and then the crew from Scooby-Doo show up. There was a lot of things about Michael Jackson with the uh, elephant man bones. Remember they said he purchased those? Oh, yeah. I'll and tell you like- what, though. I watched. I weird thing. I saw this article about these four guys. I think it was like last October. They snuck into the Neverland Ranch. They took tons of photos. They posted them. 
he had so many kid stuff there. I mean, there were comic books, there were video games, yeah. there were statues of children, there were Peter what? Pan murals. There were. Uh-huh. It was. It yeah. was creepy. Right. He didn't have that as a kid, so he, you know, that's what he did with his money. He um, didn't get to go trick or treating. Couldn't. Right. He didn't have a childhood. I, I mean, it's understandable. But yeah, like Macaulay Culkin used to say, I would go over there, and it was just like. Toys R Us for free. Like, he just, like, yes. would buy, you know, toys, and they would just it? be there, like, unopened. Yeah, so kids Macaulay Culkin. Has anybody noticed any clickbait sites with Macaulay Culkin's face on it? And the, the cat is stars you might not have known have died, but Macaulay Culkin yeah. is still alive. Yeah. yeah. His career died. I've seen those, and uh, he's so frail. There's like a picture of him from 2007, like looking gaunt. Oh, really? Well, he did that skit. Yes, that was kind of funny. The car skit that was kind of good. Like Home Alone three, but he's like 35. I watched it. It was good. It was (laughs) delicious. And he's like psychotic, and he ties the guy up and like tortures him. Hey. They've been <laughs> they've been playing Home Alone two and Home Alone on uh, HBO a lot lately, which is bizarre for April. But I've been watching yeah. it, and season. Home Alone two is a carbon copy of Home Alone one. Everything is this exact same except in New York. The bird lady right. is the old guy. Right. You know, the right. house is the toy store. Right. The traps right. are the same, but he uses Everything two of them instead of one. Parallel. Right. right, it's the same thing. Yeah. Great flick, and somehow uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern make their way from Chicago to New York. Yeah, and and Joe Pesci and, and Daniel Stern get hit with a brick from twenty uh, stories up, but just go, "Ow!" You and, you would be you would be dead. And Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci actually sign on to do that movie. Right. Joe and Joe Pesci. Pesci was always cursing. I was reading the trivia because I don't have any, I don't have a life. And, uh, the, the, they had to keep cutting because he kept saying fuck because, you know, he was doing good bells and everything. So he said, use the word fudge. Yeah. And he like couldn't do that because it was so, so corny. So he just mumbled. He Motherfucking muck. You cock sucking. Keep him here. Why do you do that? You know, you know, there's a lot of people around. You know, they, they might get the wrong idea. Was only joking with you. I'm sorry too, Mike. I have to ask you a question. You ordered some penny tonight. Ooh. I did, yeah. Do you ever cook your own food? Because I don't. I I always order out. I just unless Jen does it, I'll cook breakfast. But that's it. Do you do you go out every night for takeout? I- Oven currently is broken, oh. so no. Oh. Uh, I have no interest in really uh, fixing it. Can I cook? Yes. The cooking isn't the, the oh, I know part you can. that I hate. Yeah. I hate. I'm not that great. I'm, I'm with really you. I, I'd rather just spend money and I hate eat it. I hate cleaning. I, I just want something yep. in tinfoil like throw in the trash. That's it. I I'll eat out of the eat. thing they gave me rather than use a plate just so I can chuck and, it. Uh, typically, you know, my wife cooked, but... The problem is my wife is in Mexico and uh, right mm-hmm. now, or she's been there since March. And yeah. um, I just, I don't have the patience. So, yeah, I, I ordered. And, I, I agree I, 100%. I, I always... You make homemade vodka sauce. It takes a while. Yeah, and, but the cleaning, when you're done eating, and you're full, you don't, I don't want to do dishes. I'm with you. Yeah. I bet you get some good Italian food up there in Staten Island. The real deal. Yeah, we we do all right. Yeah, none of this uh, but LA bullshit. Island really known for its restaurants. Um, it, it ain't. You no. know, it, it's it's the other borough. It, it's really just uh, you know we're residential. A couple of dive bars. Dive bars don't really serve food much. Um, you know, you got to go into Bay Ridge, which has a plethora of restaurants from a town that used to be a dump. Back in the seventies, which suddenly nobody can afford to live there on you know a normal person's salary. Yeah. Bensonhurst still has some uh, old-fashioned restaurants left, but as it slowly declines in its Italian heritage and gets gentrified by other kinds of people, I don't know how to put that PC. Uh, but 
Oh. Staten Island, not, not quite as much. It's, it's just not the place for restaurants. You can get great produce to make yourself because most people here on Staten Island, they, they, you know, they live in the houses, the, the young kids. It's, it's totally normal to be 30 years old and still live with your parents on Staten Island and you have moms cooking. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's, uh, yeah, why. But, but there's options. There are options. It's kind of funny. So um, she's in a town. Uh, I've never heard of it. It's called Mexico Verde right now. Which means green Mexico. Yeah. I, 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 I said the same thing. So it's, so it's, it's a country. It's a town named <laughs> after the country. I'm going to yellow United States next weekend. I don't know how green it is, but um, weed. Anyway, so she's sending me pictures, and she went white water after. She's actually there on a business Ooh, trip. That's pretty. I said, yeah, a business trip. What kind of work does she do? Is she in uh, logistics? Logistics, yeah. She works yeah. in logistics. So she's uh, showing me pictures, and I just, I've had such a terrible week. I'm so, t- I mean, not a terrible week, an exhausting week. I'm just really tired. It's not that right. anything bad happened to me. I'm just wiped out. I mean, that happens sometimes. I'm getting old. Oh, me too. And, I'm ready to fall asleep after this tonight. It's, and ditto. So she uh, she was telling me that uh, she and her coworkers were about to go uh, whitewater rafting. And I said, yeah, okay, great. Really happy for you. And she said, I'll send you pictures. And obviously for her sake, I'll... Uh, I'll show some kind of interest, but really, I, I'm <laughs> not. I'm not jealous in the least bit. I don't want to do anything this weekend. I could not have less interest in any kind of outdoor activity. I, I I'm just, with you. I want outdoor activity. I don't want to do anything. I'm so I, tired. I, I'm tired every weekend from the week. It would, you know, if somebody's like, "Hey, you want to be up for a beer Saturday?" I'm like, you know, I, I want to see you, but I don't want to go out. Mm. Yeah. I mean that that's that's the end of it. Like is getting a beer. They're like, talk. hey, you want to go to uh Tim McComb, who I love, will be like, Hey, Christine and I are thinking about going down to this screening outdoors thing, and I'm like, you know what? I I wanna go, but I'm not going to because I'm just I'm exhausted. That's it's, it's an event. all these things would be great, maybe if I was retired and I didn't have to work. Right. It's spend all the spare time sleeping to prepare for all these other activities. I just personally can't do it because I'm too exhausted because I do have to go to work. Yeah, and we're it getting sucks. Old. I'm getting what, what's your commute like? I mean, I'm sure traffic in New York is almost as bad as L.A. It's terrible. Yeah. I hate I work. Mean, it doesn't get any easier. It really doesn't. It's it's really bad here. I mean, I witnessed accidents uh, a couple of weeks ago. In fact, um, we're all fighting to get over the bridge, the, the Verrazano. And uh, as we're driving, some of us locals, you know, all the Jersey people, they'll stay on 278. The rest of us will try and zigzag our way around. But you're really, it's a fool's errand that you're giving yourself because nobody's really beating the system. Even if you go on the side roads, you're not going to get there any faster. Plus and with ways people, you know, the app ways people are figuring yeah, out how to do that too. Exactly. Exactly. It's a nightmare. I, I remember commuting to West Hollywood for five years and I would just take back roads and I'd be on a residential street with like a stop sign that nobody had any business being there. And there'd be like eight cars backed up. I was like, that, that would suck to live here. Yeah. And I mean, I was, the story I was going to get into was, so there's this police officer. Sure. He's got this guy pulled over and he's writing him a ticket for who knows what. So it's at a, an intersection. All right. Suddenly his neck does a 180 turn when he hears a crash, which I saw right in front of me. Somebody <laughs> side, two women, one side swipe the other. Of course. And now all of a sudden he's going, oh, great, more paperwork now. And he's probably oh, saying, God. forget this ticket. I'm going to just give this guy a warning, get the hell out of here. I don't care if you ran a, a a stop sign in a school zone 
going 50 miles an hour. <laughs> now look what I got. I, I got. I'm, I'm a witness to an accident. I'm already on the scene. Right. And, and you already arrived. Yeah. There's just no way to avoid accident. Nobody knows how to drive Ugh. anymore. Yeah. No, they don't. Texting and soccer moms and yoga moms and not signaling and uh, they're in their own fantasy land. Do you know where Springdale, Arkansas is? Springdale, I believe, is in the northwest. Am I is correct? It? Why? I was reading a news article. A guy was arrested for going through McDonald's drive-thru and asking for a cup of water, which they gave him for free. He dumped the water out, went to the McDonald's, filled up the cup they gave him with soda, and walked out. Called the police because technically he was stealing. Arrested. $2,500 bail. Wow. So, all right, so he, he, get, he has a water cup? Water cup. He goes to the drive-thru. Can I have a water? Which McDonald's will give you for free? Here, okay. for free. Yeah. Here you go. Takes the water cup, dumps out the water, walks into the McDonald's, fills it up with Coke from the soda fountain, yeah. and walks out without paying for it. They call the cops for stealing, which technically he did. But he got arrested for it. $2,500 bail. Really had nothing better to do. Well, look, why do they put the fountains right. out that, that's what I'm getting to. Why don't people steal that more? On them. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, you know, you're putting it out there in public where they have access to it. You know, a really good lawyer, a Shapiro or a Cochran, you would want in a case like that just to make a point. It would cost you a. I mean, imagine going that far for something that just cost 99 cents. Right. But you could probably argue a really great case. You're working pro bono, Lee. You're pro bono. <laughs> Can you smell the condescension? You guys been talking about <laughs> the juleps. I had to run out and take Mac for a walk because Heather's asleep at ten oh five. Good. Needs a rest. We were just talking about traffic, and do you hear about the McDonald's thing? Just to quickly recap, a guy in Springdale, Arkansas, got a water from the drive-through at McDonald's, dumped the water out, went to the store, poured soda from the fountain into the cup that McDonald's gave him, walked out. McDonald's called the cops because he's stealing. Arrested. <laughs> $2,500 bail. Oh. Technically, he committed a crime. So, yes. I remember if I got to high school early enough, I would refill my own coffee. And one time I got threatened with an in-school suspension over it. Oh, and, you know, gosh. Just, all right. You know what? Just take the damn cup back. I'm not even going to pay for it. Did they have because, coffee in high school? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, no, that's they did. I, I did. Yeah. It's so dumb. Why do they Why even... Why do they make the soda out where, you know, customers can, you know, right. fuck with it and cheat the system? After they take your order, they're just standing there anyway. Yeah, we were just no, saying right. that. Now they, they, they take the next customer and they back up the idiots in the back. Right. It's terrible. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Stores do that. They leave it out Here's open for the public. Great question. The public can't Is there really any such thing as fast food? Uh, in a fast food, re quote, fast food restaurant. I mean, I, I spent, oh. I actually had Burger King today for lunch. Diabetes. I don't oh. Freak when it, oh, I don't care. Liver oh, I don't either. I have, I have lung cancer. I can care less. Um, <laughs> we all have a number. But, you know, I don't, I just, I don't always have the, the flavor in my mouth for for bacon double cheeseburgers anymore. Right. I, mean, I still love them, but... But, but uh, you feel like shit afterwards. After two yeah, bites, exactly. like... Mm -hmm. yeah. But anyway, so I got... I, that was my <laughs> break today. And I must have waited 15... I mean, the lunch break was almost over by the time it was served. 15 and minutes I for myself, a fucking burger. Yeah, I, I could have sat down at the diner oh. and had... And had a whole meal with, with three refills of coffee. Yeah, I could have jerked off twice. You could have grilled uh, fast food. I mean, come on. Bullish. Speaking of fast food, do you guys ever see a very morbidly obese person in public? I agree with you, too. It's it's too long. It's it's bullshit. No, there's because it's idiots. A morbidly obese person in public, and obviously you're not trying to judge or anything, whatever, but you can't help but just stare. But we do. Like, I, I, I've become so good at not being obvious but still, like, catching peaks. Like, I'll be looking at, 
you know. I think I've said this before. It's like how like do you self when I see fat beggars? And I'm like, you know, you don't look like you're you're starving. You look like you could live off of that. It doesn't look like you're wanting for ingredients in your fat belly. Your glucose store. Why don't you sell some of your lipo? Fat beggars. It's like an old person with Down syndrome. You don't see that a lot. Give your give your lard to skinny beggars and charge them for it. Right. You don't see a fat. Fat Asian people, except for sumo wrestlers, ever. Do you remember seeing a fat Asian person? No, because all they eat is fish. I don't see them. All they eat is fish. And they smoke cigarettes and they don't get cancer. And they live to like 100. All they eat is fish. And they take her jobs. What? Philly's up 4-1, to one, bottom, <laughs> top, of the, top of the seventh. 4-1, to one, you know, seven. The Yankees score, I think they actually were tied for a minute. There. Uh, let's so check out the, the oldest team in baseball. Oh, 27 yeah. World Series championships, the New York average, Yanks. Average age is 56. On the podcast here, by the way, tweet us at the podcast at the underscore podcast. We're obviously all Mets fans here on the show. How did the Mets <laughs> The Mets meet the Mets. Step right up and beat the Mets. Oh, yeah, they Matt, didn't you so say bad. that you've never seen... What's that? You've never seen Batman, right? Yes. Blasphemous. Blasphemous. Six to three, Yankees up, top of the ninth over the Rays. Wow. Are they at Tropicana or Yankee Stadium? Game losing streak. Yankee Stadium. I got a great season going on with the Brewers in my MLK, uh, MLB 2K6 game. Prince Fielder tearing it up. I got Sosa on the team. Ah, Great. Sammy? Yeah, I got the Florida Marlins I'm playing now. They're not Miami yet. It's still Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. Sam. I have old. I have old things. I don't I spend money so anymore. So, I got so so on my team. Sammy, no. <laughs> Sammy, no. Liza, or do you have to be to play fantasy baseball? There's a good question. Yeah, fantasy so fantasy many. football. It's cool. Sixteen yeah. games. Fantasy baseball is kind of nerdy, right? Oh, that's much. like Dungeons and Dragons. It's an event, right? Yeah. It's the Dungeons and Dragons version yeah. of the sports nerds. Right. Wow. Do people even still collect baseball cards? Do they even make wow. baseball cards anymore? Yes and yes. I mean, Believe I might have a collection that could be worth some money, but, you know, I don't care about that. Yeah, you I should look it up, man. Stuff. The only card that I have I would... that's worth anything is uh, Jerry Rice's rookie card. It's like the only one that I've kept. And I think it's only worth like 80 bucks. Oh, great. <laughs> I have a huge collection of baseball cards. Actually, like right behind me that Jen bought from some garage sale like last summer. Some guy just wanted to get rid of them. You know what? And, for for Agnew's uh, groomsman gift, he gave us a, a box. It's a great of, gift. Of tops, the whole series or the whole set. You know, not just a pack, a whole box of like 20 packs. I still haven't opened them. That's amazing. Yeah, should, That's a great gift. Show. Were they new cards? No, it was like 1989. It's amazing. Yeah, like see, that's the, that's, a, that's incredible. That's when it was fun. I was only in two uh, groomsmen parties in my life, three, including yours. But the only thing I got from them was herpes on that trip. Oh. I was with some of the bridesmaids, and they were dirty, and they were from the dirt. <laughs> no, I can't back that up. So Jen got you cards? Yeah, I got some baseball cards from last summer, and it was so nostalgic looking through them. Because oh. I used to collect them as a kid. All yes, me too. I was hardcore. I even got like the hockey cards once in a while because I just yeah. loved having cards, and they were they were they were always kind of shitty. But you're like, yeah, the goalie you know, cards were always cool. But that was you it. Knew, you knew like five players, like right? Gretzky, pa- Lemieux, Lindros. Patrick. Uh, what was what did you say? The only Lindros proud is? card collection. Patrick Roy. I have is, Patrick uh, Roy. and I don't Patrick. know if they do this anymore, but they used to do movie cards. <laughs> I had the entire collection of Dick Tracy cards. Yes. Oh, yes. The Dick yes. Tracy cards and the characters, the figures. Yeah. I had the figures. Nobody had you the blank. The Nobody ever had the blank. Only you. I Madonna. never had them. Madonna's action figure. Yeah, sold only in Canada. Is that true? Yeah, it was sold in Canada because um, the, the figure came out before the movie was released. It's so weird. And, the, the you know, the... Mattel, I guess it was Mattel. They um, 
they pulled the plug on the on the toy because they didn't want it spoiling the movie. Because when he took the little mask off, he actually saw Madonna. Canada kept. Now I think in my lifetime I saw one, uh, like but I don't know because it was so long ago. So I'm it existed. Sure. It did exist. Yeah. It does uh, exist. Yeah. All yeah, those. And you could. There was a time you could buy it on like eBay, for a reasonable price, maybe a hundred bucks. And this was maybe sixteen years ago when eBay had just come out. But now you know the movie is like Full twenty. Price years ago yeah uh, it's got to worth a fortune now but yeah, yeah canada was the place that uh, you could buy and my buddy when he was in he was in like toronto we were big fans of the film we had all the figurines yeah. and sam uh, ketchup and um he was <laughs> flat, flat he remembered how he had seen it and he was kicking himself in the ass because he didn't he didn't buy that Ugh. that thing he was in toronto I would have kicked myself in the ass too. This figure's the, a great the tramp too. character. They Remember took that off because all of the homeless people got offended. That was the, the first character I had. Steve the Tramp was the first one. Who's Steve the Tramp? He was the guy. He was very quick in the movie in the beginning. He was more in the comics, but he was the hobo oh, that the kid yeah. lived with, and Tracy right. beat the shit out of him in the movie. Right. Yeah, the shadow. Was a, what was the movie in there? Was that that wasn't the New comic, York, was it? The comic totally based on him. The entire story was based on him, and uh, he actually turns out to be a good guy in it in the end. Oh, really? I didn't read the comics. I just had the cartoons, and I saw the movie. No, I read a lot of the comics. Oh, I've seen wow. the movie a hundred times. Oh yeah, I love. Oh, it. I saw it in the theater yeah. twice. Then it don't work. Yeah, it's a free I country. saw it in Jefferson. an old-fashioned theater at Trinity College. Where it had a curtain lift the up. Father. That was the second time I'd seen it. Really? It was what like was the city of Dick Tracy? The rose and then the film played. Yeah. The, was the city fictional or was that New York? Supposed to be Chicago, I, I think. Okay. Because it was very cartoony in the movie. You know, it was like purple yeah, buildings it, and everything. But I it think it was supposed is... to. The characters looked like they were the figurines. They were so cool. They're, they looked like they were riding a horse. Their legs were apart. They had like the guns and the holster that you could take yeah. off. They had the yellow, you know, trench coat and the yellow hat. Like he looked like Curious George. He's teared it up. Back in business and in Yeah. <laughs> Great song. Everywhere Tracy. I go, it's Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. It's like he's reading my mind. He's reading my mind. And what a big cast. There were so many people in that movie. Oh, I mean, even Kathy, All-star. You didn't even recognize her, but she was in the movie for like two seconds, and she's a big star. It's coming. And um, William Forsyth as, as Flat Top. It's coming. Yes. And of course, the guy that you... Dustin Hoffman as Mumbles. He only had two big what movies that? after what? that. Bugsy and Bullworth. And Bugsy is one of my favorites. That's actually my favorite. Bugsy, right. Remember the cartoons? I had the cartoons on uh, VHS. They were great. Remember that when they slow the tape down? Big Boy did it. Big Boy did it. Big boy. And he's like, ah! Ah! Another big actor. You know, Al Pacino turned down the role of Jimmy Conway in Goodfellas because he didn't want to do any more gangster movies. And then he did Dick Tracy like the next year. And he said, in an interview I watched, declining Goodfellas was one of the biggest regrets of his career. I don't know if I could see him playing Jimmy Conway, though. I mean, I couldn't the, either. The character, no, yeah, no. Jimmy, he was too Italian to play an Irish guy. Right. Jimmy Burke was like six foot four in real life. I mean, De Niro was only about maybe five eight, but Pacino's like five six. Right. Uh, I did not know that. But he did play other gangster <laughs> films because he played uh, Lefty Ruggiero in. Um, Brasco. Yeah, and wait a minute. He wasn't in Goodfellas? Why do I think Al? he's in Goodfellas? Yeah. Not in Goodfellas. Who the hell am I thinking of? You're That's thinking of Paul Sorvino. Leota, Paul Sorvino. No, I don't know. A bunch of guys. Soprano. Oh, you know what? Just... Big Pussy. The Puss was in it. He carries it's... in the coats. Remember the scene? God, the last like hour of that movie is just like 
Cocaine. So, so well done. Yeah, you are like on the edge of every nerve in your body. He's looking up at the sky, and De Niro's at the door, and he's like just running around. Oh, it's just crazy. So good. And Ray Liotta, uh, Henry Hill, the real Henry Hill, used to say that Ray Liotta, he was asked, what do you think of his performance? And, and naturally, Henry Hill says... Oh, I, I thought he was great. He should have he should have won an Oscar for it. Well, of course, Ray Liotta was a good looking guy. The real Henry Hill was hideous. Hideous. You know, right, like Johnny Depp playing Dustin. Yeah, he yeah. was hideous. Yeah, right, right. Hideous. So of course he's gonna say that. I mean there was Preacher. there was no relation if you looked at uh Ray Liotta and the real Henry Hill, who was notorious for making a laughing stock of himself on the air with um Howard Stern. Birdland. Yeah. Right. right. It's a great flick. That's one of those movies, once it's on, you leave it on and you watch it. Like The Godfather, Goodfellas, Airbud. You know, you see it on TV. Airbud. No, you watch it. <laughs> I think I actually sat through Airbud on like a, date, a date one. T- you know, like I started dating. <laughs> it came uh, out in 95. Like it was in like, uh, yeah, but I know we watched it like on DVD or it was like on to, you know, we're flipping through and okay. I just started dating this girl. Oh, I love this movie. Halfway through it, I was like, I'm dumping her tomorrow. Tomorrow. Fin- finished the movie. I was like, see, I'm going home. Dumped her the next day. <laughs> Those are the worst. Those situations yeah. where you're forced to watch something. Yeah, and it shows so much of the person. Jed does that a lot. She's like, just, I watch all the movies you want me to watch. Watch them with me. Okay, what are you watching? It's called What the Bleep Is That? She watched all these spiritual documentaries about the, the, you know, existentialism of the the mind and all Uh, these, like, out there hippie stuff. So I'm like... Oh no, that's great. Let me uh let me use the restroom and we're gonna watch this. Meanwhile I'm pounding vodka in the next room just to get through this. I can't do it. Is she into that stuff like second yeah. dimension, like yeah. time travel? Ghosts. Now, Buddha. Right. She, she's in Buddha, yes. She's in well right now it's ghosts. I'm watching oh. Paranormal Witness. Paranormal Witness. Matt, come here. Guess what? I'm thinking like somebody we know just died. Oh my gosh, what happened? This house in Danbury, Connecticut, was haunted. And okay, you know what? I was just taking a shit, and I didn't wipe to come in here, so now I'm hey, uncomfortable. I've actually been meaning to go up to Danbury just to see that damn Isabel doll. Oh, creep! If you What's do, that? let me know. I've, that is a I've creepy fucking doll. Do what is that? Oh, John. The Isabel. Annabelle. Annabelle, the Annabelle doll. Yeah. Annabelle oh. doll. And yeah. not to jump the gun, we'll get to this in a minute. But speaking of dolls, there's a doll in the Keys called Robert the Doll. John? Robert the Doll? If you take pictures of it, something bad will happen to you. This has been documented. But we'll get to that in a minute. I just watched a whole thing on this. I'm all fired up about Annabelle and Robert. But Annabelle the Doll is creepy as hell. Mike, if you go up there, you got to get some shots, man. It's wild. Yeah, I've been meaning to. I'm going to try and do it maybe this summer. But... um... Oh. Yeah, the the was it the Warren couple that have yeah. their right. and all the, their trinkets that they've collected over the years. Oh. I don't think that the real doll though is as creepy as the movie doll. The real doll is a, is a Raggedy Ann doll, right? Oh, yeah, the movie the, the movie doll, doll is like a freaky oh, looking like Chucky. Fourth, yeah, right. exactly. It's like a Chucky doll. It's a Chucky version of Raggedy Ann. Yeah, you don't really think of Raggedy Ann dolls as being terribly spooky. Right. Obviously, this no. uh, it, it's in a case, do not touch, absolutely do not touch under any circumstances, <laughs> under bold print. You'll fry. Uh, because apparently this it's one, kid, there was a couple that was getting jerky in the museum, Ooh. and the guy said... Uh, Oh, what's it going to do? Kill me? And sure as you're born, the guy gets off on his motorcycle with his girlfriend afterwards, and they turn him dead. And he died. Ooh. There's a a chair, too, that anyone that ever sat and died, and it's in a museum now because some guy that was about to be sentenced to death made a curse on it, and uh, it's it's wild, man. I watch all kinds of these. Seven famously haunted dolls that ruin lives. Annabelle, The Conjuring, shined the spotlight on my favorite creepy couple, Ed and Lorraine Warren. 
There are paranormal investigators who investigated cases like the Amityville haunting and the case that became the haunting in Connecticut. Yeah, but Amityville Creepy. really isn't a haunting house. Men right. are ill from Amityville. Hey, yeah, from I was reading some. ill from Amityville. Man, Annabelle Dahl Slim was shame. given to a girl named Donna by her mother in 1970. Donna, Donna and her roommate Angie noticed the doll would switch positions or move around the apartment they were, when they were not looking. Yes, yeah. along with her friends Buzz Lightyear and Woody. <laughs> Eventually, they began finding messages on parchment paper like, Help me. Help me. Even though they did not keep parchment paper in the apartment. Uh, so she's magic, and her power is she can make parchment paper out of thin air. <laughs> Woo! They brought in a medium who concluded the doll was possessed Diary. by the ghost of a girl who was buried underneath the apartment. <laughs> the in, the events in, I guess that's the events. Wow. <laughs> the events increased. Annabelle was found with a red substance coming out of her hands, moving <laughs> around more and more. As their friend Lou remembers. Ooh, creepy. There are so many things you could oh, read. Oh, oh. You could go online, John. Michael, read a thread. And uh, it, I, I, you click um, around on so many different haunted things. I was reading something the other day. There's something called the Campbell Apartment. Scardy might know this. I've never heard of it. But it's the Grand Campbell Central Street? Terminal Cocktail Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently it's haunted. By an old in, couple in period clothing um, that sit on the balcony. They've seen the ghost of this couple in the train station. Grand Central Station? Not sure how true that is. I mean, I uh, bet it's I've bullshit. Been to that place. It's, it's the, I, yeah. like the bar of Grand Central. And I don't go to Grand Central much. I don't really ride the Metro North, but, you know, I've been there. Is it um, a nice bar? You know, it's your typical train station pit stop place. You're wait, you're waiting for the next ride to New Rochelle, and you, know, you stop. You need a drink, so you go to the bar. Oh, but yeah. I mean, like I, an airport lounge, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, but there's a lot of history that to Grand Central. I personally don't believe in something like that. It's not exactly yeah, a very good Here, place, right? Here's the scariest one. place in New York City I've ever been. I think we talked about it. Perhaps on the New York Minute was the Lisa May Jumel House, who was married to Aaron Burr. And it's up in Washington Heights, which is a scary enough neighborhood. But uh, this particular man, same thing. Woman on a balcony comes out in period clothes. Back in like 1964 during a field trip, she yelled at all these kids to get away from my house. Oh, yeah. That that actually was a very creepy story. John, did you hear that? Yeah. No. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. I used to stack fucks like you five feet high in Korea. He's what are you saying, staring at? Robert what? the Haunted Doll. There's a place on... Uh, I'm reading this too, by the way. 84th, 84 West 3rd Street. There is a uh, disused fire station converted into a private residence where Anderson Cooper lives. In New York, but it's haunted by a ghost of firefighter Schwartz, who hanged himself in the rafters Aww. after learning of his wife's infidelity infidelity in 1930. Damn. You know what? A lot of these articles, though, say people hear strange noises. That's just called living in a shitty part of town or a yeah. shitty building. Or it's an old building, not shitty. Yeah. You know? Freaks come out at night. Right. Rodents. In right, the right. Walls. You don't want to pay for an exterminator, yeah. so you're going to say it's the ghost of John yeah. Dingshlow. You know what it you is? Know? It's the things that are breathing that are what we call nocturnal. Right. That's it's what they owl. do. They're moving around. They're living. Right. Robert the Haunted Doll. Creepy. Robert was given to artist Robert Eugene Otto in 1906 by an unhappy servant who practiced black magic. Throughout his childhood, Otto's parents heard him playing with and conversing with the doll, assuming he was replying to himself in disguised voice. Robert is considered one of the most haunted objects in the world. Yikes. And now, if you take you know a photograph. This? I think we ought to put Robert and Annabelle in the ring together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dolls in a cage match. WWE 
Toy oh ring. Well, there's actually some more. I'm on. A, I'm on a site right now. It's seven famously haunted dolls that ruin lives. So, Clark, what happens? You take a picture of this doll and you die, or something bad should happen to you. You get bad luck, oh. according to the periodicals that I've Some... inebriated. Sometimes the doll would emit a terrifying giggle. <laughs> When Eugene died in 1974, the doll was left in the attic until the house was bought again. The new family including a 10-year-old girl who became Robert's new owner. It was not long before the girl began screaming in the night, claiming that Robert moved about the room and even attempted to attack her on multiple occasions. More than 30 years later, she still tells interviews uh, that the doll was alive and wanted to kill her. Holy crap. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing some Adderall probably couldn't take care of. <laughs> right. Adderall's great. Makes Calm you go to the bathroom, makes you want to smoke more, but it keeps your ass going. Hi, <laughs> right, boys. You want to put Tweet this us. one in the... Uh... <laughs> not once. Not once have I ever said tweet us. Has anyone ever tweeted the show and nope. said, oh, by the way, I read your tweet. They tweet us, but I think it has nothing to do with my promotes. No. So instead of tweet us, I'm just going to say, fuck us. At the... <laughs> fuck us. Tell us how much you hate us. Right. Five to one Phillies. Top of the eighth. Top of the eighth. Top of the eighth. Top of the eighth here, Richie. Before we leave, Mike, I, I'm not – I hate to to treat you as if you were a, a clown that could just do impressions, but I have to. For the love of God, give me one line of a Ted Cruz impression before we go tonight. I need it. I need it in my life. Yeah, Ted, are you going to be... First of all, Ted, let me ask you a question. What do you think are New York values? What does that mean to you? Well, Matthew, I'm I'm very glad that you (laughs) asked me to do an impression of myself. (laughs) Now, there are two parts of that question. One I can answer truthfully. Uh, the other that uh, Donald Trump will try to fool you with. He is a con man. But I <laughs> want like you him. to know that my answer is the correct answer. Now, I'm going to tell you my answer, and then I'm going to tell you what Donald Trump will tell you if you were to ask him that question. And, but first, before we get to that question, I want to thank you for being an upstate New Yorker. Because, because you know, upstate New York really built the foundation of Canada, which is where I come from. <laughs> or, or Cuba. Time's up, Mr. Cruz. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good. It, thank, you. thank you. He really, like, doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's so like, good. Talk, talks in circles. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'll actually give so good. Cruz credit. I mean, the guy doesn't have to think about what he's going to say. He doesn't have a tough time yeah. with words. He clearly has everything thought out, fetched in his head before he gets right. to actually right. spitting his bullshit. But, um, right. He's, he's mildly retired. His he's broad insane. strokes. Yeah. He's, broad. he's like doing rope-a-dope. He's just not, not, not making a mistake. wife. I, I mean, uh, Heidi Cruz seems like a lovely lady. Heidi uh, Klum? Rebecca Romain. Ooh. Yo, I want, is there like a documentary on these, uh, ke- what are they called again? The, the Kettering, the family, the weird, creepy family, the cottages? Pit Karen. Pit Karen. Yeah, let's all look that up. Is there a documentary? Is there a what is the other than Pitcairn Island? So they owned an island in the Caribbean that the mutineers stumbled upon. Right. Was that's it, true. What, they owned a lot though. Thing. They owned all kinds of stuff. But that was yeah, the island. That was the I think that was like the backstory of the island. The Dharma Initiative. The natives were were restless. I don't even know where Pitcairn Island is. The others. I think it's like near Tahiti. They're like the DuPonts. They have a fucked up family that has like some shit go going to the on. Actually in Delaware. I've families. been to it before. But we were gonna go there right. actually, but apparently it's uh it's closed for renovations or whatever. Really? 
Hey, we forgot to mention one thing, unless you guys talked about it when I walked Mac. Um, how OJ oh, made like, How could a we forget this banner from heaven? OJ made a statement to, to the guy who wrote Chris Jenner's book or something saying that he wants to date Chris Jenner when he gets out of jail. Right. Mm. OJ wants to, to repair to reinvent his image. Right. I my head would explode like my dick did on prom night the in, number, in 2000. What? How amazing would it be if cuz I mean the OJ <laughs> trial, the OJ <laughs> trial like to breeze it, over that one. It it like created reality television. So right. now 20 some years later OJ gets out of jail and starts dating Chris Jenner and they do a reality show and OJ makes reality television huge again. I, I thought that Imagine. when he was in prison. Right. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, I mean to cut you off. I thought when he was in prison, he thought, if I could just get in this, this is my way to get back into, you know, public life and make money. Yeah. That's the smartest thing he could do is get back into the, if OJ was with the Kardashians, not only would the Kardashian fans keep watching it, but I would start You're watching not. it. Right. You know? I would yes. watch that every night. That would be the best thing in the world. They, yeah, you know, whatever money he could make, Chris they should pay him. Jenner hates the juice. Uh, she really wouldn't be famous without him. Because if he hadn't, it, let's say that Nicole was still alive and well, right? Uh, she wouldn't have that reality TV right. show. She because Nicole s- would have been alive and well. She right. went up to see Crest and said, "Hey." I have a lot of kids. My, you know, That's they're kind of famous. I was married to a famous guy. I want a show. I never but thought my, about that. But That's my true. kids were only okay. famous because of their father. Okay. My father's only famous you got because it. he was friends with a guy who was part of the greatest murder, murder trial of the century, perhaps. Yeah, they did a lot of murder. Modern world. Yeah, I wonder who else got away with murder better than OJ. I'll tell you who gets away with murdering prices is Dean Anthony's Pizzeria at Boynton Beach. Yeah. Simple Italian place for pies and pasta at 357 Congress Avenue. Dean Come Anthony's Pizzeria. Coming at you. These Pitcairn Islands are <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> They're in the middle of nowhere. I like, love how you just ignore the bullshit that I spew. It's great. You're like Chen. I'll come in clocking like a chicken and she'll be like, the TV's on and you're in the way. Clucking like a chicken. That's how Heather is with me. Yeah. She just, instead of responding to me, Heather responded I think I'm going to open up. After <laughs> I'm just going to buy some piece of shit house in the middle of nowhere and just call it the Pitcairn Inn or something <laughs> and charge people and make up a story and charge people whatever I want. I got a tent in the middle of the field. What happened? I don't know. Two retots were born there. Here's my money. If you're like <laughs> that's funny. hovering. Hovering over the Hawaiian Islands, yeah, and then go—I don't even fucking. As you'll be doing in October, five thousand miles south in the Pacific Ocean. That's where the uh, Pitcairn Islands are. Oh, good, because that's in the middle of nothing. That's that's where I want to go. It is that's not as convenient to travel to. Holy monkey! I'm a monkey. (laughs) All right, boys. You guys want to add anything else? You want to? I think that's a good rap. I gotta go take a leak. And I just shared that on the air. And I'm saying things out loud that I thought I was thinking in my head. (laughs) All right. Must be the Miller Lite. With Governor Michael Biscotti, (laughs) Lieutenant Governor John Hassinger, and First Lady Matthew Clark. This is the Podcastle. We'll return soon with uh, the Podcastle, New York Minute, Nerd 35. Tweet us at the Podcastle at the underscore Podcastle. Please download all the shows for free on iTunes and check out all past episodes approaching 80 on the Podcastle.podbean.com. With Michael Elbascardi, JDH Has- JD Hester, and Matthew C. Clark, we are saying good night, everybody. See ya. Godspeed.